Yo, what's going on? It's your counselor, Polly Rob. Welcome to another episode of the Polly Rob Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Once again, we got a great, great topic today that I want to discuss. Um, before we discuss that, um, we are now on iTunes Podcast. So make sure you check us out on iTunes Podcast. You can also check us out on SoundCloud as well. And, uh, you know, all our social media. Check me out on social media. Uh, at Yo Poly Rob, what up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Just check it out. Yo Poly Rob, what up? Y O P O L Y R O B W H A T U P. I know it's long, but hey, that's my handle. That's what it is. Um, it's a beautiful day today. You already know, man. I got my Starbucks medicine ball, so I feel good. Sorry, I had to take a sip there. And uh, today's topic, today's topic, we're going to talk about quitting a job. Let's talk about quitting your job because I know you want to do it. I know you want to do it. You've been trying to do it for a long time. It's not sitting well with you. Um, It used to be uh, fun. Now it's not. It's not paying enough for the stress that it now brings you. You want to quit your job. You have other aspirations. You have other dreams. You have other ideas that you want to engage in. You want to quit your job. You want to leave. You really want to say, fuck y'all, I'm out. But you're too professional to do so because you want to keep a professional record. So you're like, man, I got to find a way to get out of here. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about some key elements of that because it's a, it's a revolving door. It's an ongoing thing. And the first thing, um, you know, about quitting a job first, let's understand what these jobs are. Let's understand that. If, if a particular job is not your primary profession, if it's not your primary profession, If you went to school for nursing and at this moment right now, you're not a nurse. The job that you have currently is just a stepping stone. It's just a stepping stone. If you are a journalist, that's what you went to school for. That's what you've been destined to do. And right now you work at. Let's say you work at Bed Bath & Beyond. I used to work there too. Um, that job is a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. And what I mean by that is these are, are jobs that are going to help you get to the primary profession that you want. It's going to help you with money. It's going to help you with experience. It's going to help you with learning the ins and outs of, uh, of an organization to be able to get to a status to where you can be um, a boss at your profession or you can be in your profession. That's what it's for. It's a stepping stone. So some of the things that you guys get mad about, oh, it's not giving me the right benefits. Oh, it's not paying me enough. Oh, it's not um, giving me the happiness that I want. It's a stepping stone. It's not going to give you all of that. It's not going to give you all of that. It's just a step. How many jobs have I had in my lifetime? Okay, let's go down the line. I've worked at Kmart. I've worked at um, RGIS Inventory, which taught me a lot about about stock and inventory at a company. Um, I've worked for... Um, the Inglewood Unified School District, <clears throat> which is a great, that was a great profession as well. Uh, Inglewood Unified School District, I worked there. Um, I worked um, Fry's Electronics, which, you know, I met a lot of people there. A lot of people know me from working at Fry's Electronics <clears throat> in Manhattan Beach. I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, damn, that's about it. 
that's about what's that? Like five jobs. That's about it. And in my profession of me doing music, um, this year, I want to say this year in August made fourteen years of me not working a traditional nine to five. Makes fourteen years um, of not working a nine to five. I stopped working. Uh, nine to five in like 2004, 2003, 2004. It, I was done. It was over. And it wasn't because I was fed up. I was great at it. In my jobs, I, I excelled. I excelled at my job. When I was at Fry's, I was making, which is, you know, not a lot, but then it was, it was in a sense, I was making like, as a salesman, I was making pretty much like like $1,100 a week because we got paid weekly and we got our hourly. So that was, you know, it was, you know, it was commission and it was hourly. So that was great. Then um, when I became a supervisor at Fry's Electronics, I was a camera camcorder supervisor. I was making like anywhere from $1,400 to $1,700 a week. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money in in my time, you know, of me, you know, finishing college and, you know, coming back to L.A. and doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I was making bank and I saved a lot of money. But I'm saying that to say, even still, when I was making good money and, you know, it had sort of kind of some benefits, it was still a stepping stone. It was still a stepping stone to what. I'm doing now. I never took that job as, oh no, it needs to give me all the benefits and all the happiness that I need because I'm in it. No, I knew it was a stepping stone. I knew it was something that was helping me get to the quest of whatever it is I'm doing now. And Fry's Electronics actually helped me become a better businessman at my profession now. Because by me being a camera camcorder supervisor, it taught me a lot of things about how to deal with employees, how to how to deal with, you know, sales and, you know, trying to make sure you keep the department together so you can be able to properly sell constantly. Because, you know, making those pitches and trying to sell those TVs and those cameras and, and audio, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I, I learned the other aspect of by me now being somewhat of a boss in, in the department, I learned the ideas that employees would think about while I'm being a boss. Because at first I was an employee, so I never got a chance to see it from a supervisor's standpoint. Now, you know, I got that experience. So I understand what people look for from both ends. But still, you know, all in all, it was still a stepping stone job. Uh Bed Bath & Beyond was actually my last job that I've ever worked. My last traditional nine to five was Bed Bath & Beyond and beautiful job. I worked in um, a department which I love. I love cooking. So I worked in the uh, in the uh, kitchen department and, you know, selling pots and pans, reloading back stock, stuff like that. So. It was fun for me because I love cooking and I love talking about cooking. So I had fun. But once again, same thing. It's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. So for your job right now, currently, if you want to quit or you have aspirations of doing something bigger than what that job is, realize, you know, one thing is that job is a stepping stone. So it's not going to give you all the qualifications of what a great career job would give you it's not meant to it's not meant to because if it did you'll never get to your career you would be okay with that current job that you're in if it gave you all the qualifications you would never seek your your career job you'll be like oh oh they, they giving me money they giving me benefits they're making me happy all the employees are nice. Everything's good. Why should I go finish and try to search for my career job when this is giving me everything that I want? 
And there are some jobs out there like that. That's why, you know, people, they forget about the career and just stick to that because they feel safe. They feel safe with that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the the dreamers. I'm talking about the ones who want to get to that goal that they always wanted to get to. I'm talking about them. These jobs are stepping stones. The job that you're in right now, if it's not your profession, it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone, for real. Um, Making um, a smooth transition, you know what I mean? That's usually like one of the hardest things to, to do is making a smooth transition between your job and another job or your job and your profession um, or, you know, dealing with unemployment, you know, dealing with trying to get money in the midst of looking for another job. The transition is always a difficult thing, always. And for me, my transition only the lessons that I learned from trying to make these transitions, because definitely you lose out on money and then you lose out on security. You got to change a couple of things around. You got to, you know, drop a couple of bills. Um, You're not paying your cable bill. You're going to cancel your cable subscription. You're going to cancel your Netflix. Well, you probably might not cancel your Netflix, but you'll cancel, you know, a couple of credit cards, Cause you can't pay them back like that. So it's a lot of different things that you got to do when you're in a transition of, uh, between jobs and it makes you uncomfortable. And that's what I really want to talk about when we're making a transition is being uncomfortable because I found, um, in my experiences and some experiences of my colleagues as well, that being uncomfortable it helps you more than it hurts you. I'm going to say it again. Being uncomfortable helps you more than it hurts you. In situations where you're comfortable, you feel at ease. You feel okay. You feel right with what's going on, which means that you are accepting everything that's coming in, whether good or bad. And you miss out on certain opportunities to better yourself, to better the situation, or to look for other things that are of value to you because you're comfortable. When you become uncomfortable, you analyze the things that you need to because your objective is to find out how to get rid of this uncomfortability how to figure out necessary changes that you need to make to better yourself. That's what being uncomfortable is about. If if you're a football player and you're the lead wide receiver of a football team and you're good, everybody loves you, you've been doing your thing, you've been doing average numbers, but people still love you because you're the number one receiver. When a new rookie comes in and he's a dope ass receiver and now for next season, now you're forced with battling for your number one spot because he's a dope receiver too. He just came from another school. He's bomb. He's doing his thing. It makes you uncomfortable. It makes you uncomfortable that somebody came in and now wants your spot. But with you being uncomfortable in that situation, you're working out more. You're working out more. You're practicing more. You're running more. You're building your stamina up. You're catching one-handed passes in practice. You, you keeping abrupt. You're talking shit. you now starting to do, like, amazing shit that's making people revisit the concept of, yo, you are dope. That's what being uncomfortable does. So let's fast forward into your job, your current job right now. You need to be uncomfortable there if it's not your profession. Something 
a part of your daily routine at your job is going to become uncomfortable. You know why? Parts of your job is going to become uncomfortable because something, someone, somebody is trying to tell you that you don't need to be there. That you don't need to be there. That job, you do not need to be there. You need to elevate and get more. That's what being uncomfortable does for you. These stepping stone jobs that you're on, these jobs that you're taking that's getting money, of course you got to, respectively, you got to put food on the table. You got to take care of families. You got to take care of your, of your community of people that surround you, your immediates. You got to do that. But in the midst of that, something, someone is making you uncomfortable because the earth is trying to tell you, yo, you better than that, G. You better than that job. You better than that position. You need more. You need more. You need to search and go get more. Being uncomfortable is important when you're trying to chase the shit that you want. And that's what these stepping stone jobs provide. Don't get mad at it. Accept what it is. You know, I have conversations with people all the time. First thing that they say. Oh, my goodness, this job get on my nerves. Oh, my goodness. I can't stand these people. They keep shorting my check. They didn't give me my 40 hours a week. They didn't give me my extra 10 hours of overtime. This job is telling you something. This job is trying to tell you something. You don't need to be there. It's telling you. Man, if I went somewhere and somebody kept knocking me over the fucking head with a damn baseball bat every day, by the time the second time it happened, I'm ready to make a change. I'm ready to make a change. And don't get me wrong, people. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm definitely not saying it's easy at all. But what I'm saying is recognize by you being uncomfortable in the situation, recognize what it's telling you and try to use that information to do something that can change your circumstances. Because the science is always out there. It's always out there. If you're uncomfortable with a job, the science is going to tell you that you need to make a change. And don't, don't stray away from it. Don't run from the signs because it's there. Trust me, it's there. Embrace it. And yeah, it might be a process. It might be a process that's longer than the average person. But that's what change is. That's what change is. Change is about figuring out the next move to get to the right move, to get to the right thing. That's what it's about. Let's embrace that. A lot of people always, you know, me, I celebrate new beginnings. I celebrate new beginnings. I celebrate failures because I know that if, if this job is failing me in what I need, I'm excited because I know the next one that I get is going to fulfill something else that I'm trying to look for. So let's get to that. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, uh, one of my colleagues, um, very good friend of mine, very good friend, very hardworking. Um, shout out to Patrice. Shout out to Patrice. Um, she got into a situation, I would say like a year or so back, where the job that she was in, I believe she was uh, at a school. Um, and they was just doing some, you know, foul shit, shit that she didn't agree with. 
And she didn't want to be there. I could tell by the conversations that I would have with her every day when I asked her, like, yo, how, you know, how was work? She's like, oh, goodness. Oh, no. And she'd tell me a story about shit she don't like. But she loved the kids. She loved the kids. And she loved helping people. You know, long story short, you know, something happened at the job to where she was either let go or she quit. And this is how the earth works. This is how God works. From the time that she was rid of the job, in the midst of that, uh, for her to get money, she would do hair. She would drive Uber and we'll get to, we'll get to Uber. Exactly. We'll definitely get to that. Um, you know, to keep getting money and she was making some good money. And then out of nowhere, you know, a job called her the job that she's currently in now. Great pay. She's helping people. They give her, you know, the right days off. Uh, sometimes she comes in and she does the work she's supposed to do and they pay her. They send her home early and pay her for the entire time. Showing love. Families are beautiful, you know, and she's doing what she love to do. She's doing what she love to do. The job she had before she was doing what she love to do, but the circumstances and the politics of that organization didn't sit well with her. And all she did was decide to move on or, or decide to, you know, voice what was going on, which made her move on through whatever circumstance. And the world got out of her way. The earth showed her something different. God gave her the opportunity to do what she loved to do. Now, when I hear, when I ask her, how's her day? Oh, no, it was good, man. I went in there, you know, did my thing for about an hour. They paid me for the whole eight hours. I'm done for the rest of the day. Like, beautiful, beautiful. But it was because she listened to the instance of her being uncomfortable with these other jobs. And she decided to do something about that. And in the midst of that, in the transition midst, she still got on a grizzly. She was still doing other gigs, hair, Uber, to try to get afloat. And she didn't complain. She didn't complain because she knew that these were stepping stones to do what she really wanted to do. And her blessings don't stop there. The, the blessings now, it transfers to her family. Now it transfers to her friends. Now she's more open to doing other things with people that she care about because she got a better situation with her job because she listened to those signs. Beautiful thing, man. Shout out to everybody who currently quit their job and are looking for something better. I applaud y'all because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people are complacent and just stick with what they stick with. And let's talk about this Uber thing. Because I feel like Uber is like the perfect. Let me say it. Uber is like the perfect opportunity to make money and help with your transition. I ride Uber. I got a car, but I don't give a shit. I ride Uber because I'm from Brooklyn and in Brooklyn, we take taxis and shit to get around in public transportation. Sorry. I just don't like driving. I hate driving. After five minutes of me driving, I'm ready to go slip. I'm ready to go slip. So when I'm in Ubers, one of the main questions I ask to the Uber is, how's Uber treating you? And the majority of the responses that I get is, 
oh man, Uber is lovely. Like, you know, of course the pay rate changed and it's not as much as it used to be, but they all say the same thing. The freedom that I have to be able to make money when I want to make money and be able to do other things that I want to do is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. They love that. I love that. If I wasn't in my profession right now and I was in the in-between of what was going on, I would drive Uber. I would drive Uber for sure. If I was a person who loved driving, even if I wasn't, I would still drive Uber because that means that I can clock in for eight hours one day. I can clock in for 12 another day. I can clock in for two hours one day. I can not come in the next day and I can clock in for four hours the next day. And then I, I've made a, as much money as what I work for. You guys can look online about the origins of Uber and they did like a survey. I don't know the numbers for sure, but I, you know, but they did a survey of a study of people who have a set schedule and how they perform and their performance rate and people who make their own schedule and their performance rate. And I forgot the actual number, but let me say that it was a higher percentage of hours being worked for the people who make their own hours. It was a drastic percentage. People who make their own hours end up working more, a lot more than people who've, who've been given a set amount of hours. Why do you think that? Why do you think that? I'll tell you what I think. Because the people who make their own hours, they got a goal that they're trying to hit. And once they understand that the opportunity to reach this goal is solely in their hands, they overperform. Let me say it again. They overperform when they get in a situation where the ball is in their corner. I know me. I used to work a lot of hours at Fry's Electronics, 40 plus. But this profession I'm in now, this music that I do, oh, it's 24 7. It's 24 7. I don't stop. People got to tell me to stop. I make my own opportunities. I make my own opportunities. And let me tell you something really, really quick off the record. Um, random. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, because, you know, a lot of people say music is a hobby until you start making money or whatever, you know, whatever. This is my thing. First off, I want to say that I applaud everybody who got a nine to five. I applaud you. But let me tell you what us, uh, us creatives deal with. Let me tell you what creatives like me, who are producers, who are engineers, who are songwriters, who are um, people who have to um, create their own income. Let me tell you what we go through. The average nine to five worker, all nine to five workers, you go, you clock in. Let's say Monday, you're mad about something. You go clock in. You work your hours. You come home. You're still mad. Tuesday, you walk in. You're happy about some shit. You work in your hours. You come home. You happy. Wednesday, you go in. You're horny. You want to have sex or whatever. You clock in, you go do your thing, you clock out, you go have sex with your wife, your girlfriend, your side chick, your side nigga, whatever. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you just blah. you like, whatever. Just bland. you straight to the point. You know, you don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to fuck with nobody. You clock in, you do your work, you leave, you straight. 
at the end of two weeks or one week or one month or whatever, whenever your payday is, you look at your check. That's your money for all the hours you work. All the hours you work. You got your money. Every two weeks is reoccurring. No matter what emotion you on, you got your money. Now, us creatives, this is what we go through. Monday, we meet with a client. We sad about something. But before we meet with the client, we got to put a smile on our face. We don't put a smile on our face. We meet with the client. We sad. We telling them what they need. We telling them how much it's going to cost. The meeting is done. They're, they have to come back and approve and give you the money to start or whatever. Tuesday, you meet with somebody else. You got some work done. Um, it's a session. You got an engineer. You're happy about it. You're happy about, about the day. So you're doing it, you're doing the session, you're engineering, you live, you're like, yo, drink up, smoke up, boom, boom, boom. You do your thing. Session goes good, you get your money. Boom. Wednesday, somebody just passed away. So now you just dumb, sad, you out of it, you crying, you're doing whatever. You don't meet nobody. You don't meet no clients, you reschedule everything, you don't meet nobody. Thursday, you're occupied. You're like, you know what? I don't want to deal with nobody today. I don't want to fuck with nobody today. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to reschedule, whatever. You know, I don't want to take no calls, whatever. Friday comes, you're eager. You're eager to get money. You're eager to do your thing. So you meet with a client. You're eager about some shit. And, you know, y'all talk some good business. And you're like, yo, whenever we drop a deposit, let's get it, whatever. The rest of the week, it's the weekend. Um, you know, you with your family, whatever. This is the difference. Depending on my attitude in the day depends on how much money I'm going to make. Let me say it again. Depending on how my emotions, how, how I let my emotions dictate my attitude is dependent on how much money I end up getting. I got to put on the show. If somebody see a sad producer, a sad engineer, a sad songwriter, a sad graphic designer, a sad website designer, a sad digital marketer, they don't want to give them no money. They don't want to give people like that no money. My attitude dictates my income immediately. So shout out to nine to fivers because y'all get money no matter what emotion y'all on. We got to figure this shit out. Just want to give y'all that random. Um, jobs with more freedom, you know, Uber, you know, uh, security jobs. That's like uh, any graveyard shift jobs, I would say graveyard shift jobs. You know, because, you know, you can work, do your hours on, you know, times where people are most likely to sleep. And then you, you can wake up, take your kids to school, you know, enjoy your day, work on some shit, work on your future. You know what I mean? And then go back to work at nighttime. Uh, Uber. Uber's a great selection. Lyft. Lyft is a great selection. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, any jobs that um, you don't have to work on the weekends are great selections. So try looking into jobs with more freedom that gives you uh, more and more freedom, which is a great thing. Um, you know, people say that it's not a lot of them, but it is a lot of them. It's, it's a lot of jobs out there that give you more freedom. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's in, you're in transition mode. So these jobs are jobs to give you more freedom to, to search for the next step, whether you're going to school, whether you're chasing another trade or something like that. These are jobs to help you be able to still make some money, but also be able to, you know, chase your dreams and do some other shit. So jobs are more freedom. Please look that up and, uh, you know, try to get something like that because transition time is coming. You ready to quit your job? We know it. We know it. 
Now let's talk about jobs with stress. Jobs with stress. Very big thing. It's a very, very big thing because the way you handle stress affects how you move in this world. And for you to be able to give, it's 24 hours in a day and you're giving your job eight hours of it in immediate eight hours, then depending on traffic and back and forth from work, you're giving it an extra two, two and a half hours from going to and fro work. So on average, you're giving your job 10 hours out of your 24. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time to be there. And for you to be stressed at that profession and give them 10 hours of your time, it's a lot to deal with. Stress in the workforce is a big fucking deal. And it comes from things like people not working together, the crab, the crabs in the barrel theory where people just trying to bring people down. Um, people not making the service or the job, uh, you know, easier. People not being, um, you know, friendly with the customers or service friendly. Um, you know, people trying to get over on other people. It's it's a lot happening. Jobs of stress is a is a lot of, is a lot happening. Um, especially supervisors not giving encouragement to make you want to continue to work and do the best you can. I, I was watching um, a YouTube on a, a Deepak Chopra. If anybody knows about, you know, energy, um, you know, vibes, you know, how the world works, you know, man, listen to Deepak Chopra, D-E-E-P-A-K. C-H-O-P-R-A, Deepak Chopra. Look him up. His books, his audio books is amazing. So I was uh, listening to a, a seminar of his and he was talking about, you know, energy in the workforce. And one of the things that he said was, that really stuck with me was, um, you know, people, let's take two types of supervisors. Let's take a supervisor who is not encouraging. He's a hard ass. You know, he's mean, you know, and he he's rude. And all of those traits that go along with being uh, a, a difficult supervisor. And then you have a, a supervisor who's encouraging, who's nurturing, who, who cheers you on, who gives you good compliments. Let's just take those two types of supervisors. So Deepak was like, there's a, once again, there's a percentage. You guys can look it up. It's more of a, uh, it's more likely that people who have bad supervisors would get sick faster than people who have good supervisors and encouraging supervisors. Let me say it again. People who have negative supervisors are more likely to get sick and have mental, I mean, medical problems, mental problems too, but medical problems, more likely to have medical problems than the people who have nice, encouraging supervisors. So let's explore that. This whole world is based on energy. It's energy, get, giving energy and taking in energy. So if someone's constantly on your head, speaking negative thoughts, talking shit, yelling and screaming at you, do this, get that done, do this, man, you're going to get migraines, headaches, like you're going to go through it because your body is constantly being tensed up. It's constantly being tensed and it's a lot for people to handle. They get stressed. 
Then they start drinking more caffeine or whatever or taking pills or doing whatever. And they get prone to sickness as opposed to when someone's encouraging. Like you all know, like anybody who's had a family member who had a disease, you already know the more enthusiastic they are, of course not about the disease, but the more positive they are about the treatments and stuff like that, they receive better results because the energy between them and trying to get through the stuff, it works. It works as a healer. You know what I mean? Even when you're sick, even when you got a cold, when you got a cold, but you still trying to move around, still trying to do your thing and you still keep it optimistic. Like I'm going to get better. You end up getting better. You end up getting better. So there's a lot of these jobs that impose so much stress on you. And you're keep in mind, you're 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 there for 10 hours and sometimes more. So I can imagine how much stress you're going to be dealing with when you get off work or when you're in work. And it's a lot to deal with. These are reasons why people quit their job. One of the main reasons is because it's too much stress for me to get this check that I'm getting and this stress that I'm receiving. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not. I've had endless conversations with people who have been stressed because of their job. And these are the people who are are just trying to make a good living. They want to be happy. They want to be happy. And I wish them the best. And that's why this episode exists, because I want y'all to understand, like, read those signs. Read those signs when things are not going the way that you want in the sense of if you're not being less stressed and you're not getting to a point where you can be okay with working around these people, it's time to make a change. It's time to make a change. We, that's what we about. We about evolving. Man, we are, we are people. We are the best species on planet Earth. We're about evolving. We need to do that on all levels. Evolve from the stressful job. Evolve from the worrying about money all the time. Evolve from that. You're going to get yours, but you got to evolve from that. It's real. Quitting your job. When is it time? When is it time to quit your job? It's not an easy answer. It's not an easy answer because people have obligations. The best thing that I can say is, and just in my case, let me, let me just tell you my case. When it was time for me to quit my job, I thought about one thing. Who am I? Who am I stressing for? Am I stressing for me, or am I am I stressing for an organization? Am I stressing for a check? What am I stressing for? That's when I made the decision because I realized that majority of of my stress or majority of my worries came from an organization that can let me go at any given time. Think about that. My stress came from an organization who don't give a shit on whether I stay there that same day or I leave. They don't care. That's when I said it's time to go. I got to quit. Because my thing was, if I'm going to stress off something, if I'm going to get worked up on something, 
I'm going to get worked up on my own organization. I'm going to get worked up on my own dreams. I'm going to get stressed out on my own dreams. I'm, that's what I'm with. I'm with getting stressed out on my own dreams. Plain and simple. So that's my answer to you guys. Please try to find a way to make your own answer if you can. But my answer is, I want to be worked up and stressed out and go through all the motions on my own shit. On my own shit. Not somebody else shit. And that goes for partnerships and stuff included. Man, if we're going to partner up and do some ill shit, we got to have the same goals. I'm not going to be stressed off some shit that you don't really give a shit about. Or I don't really give a shit about. <laughs> Nigga, I'm stressing off on local astronauts. Because it's my shit. It's my shit. It's mine. I'm getting stressed out over that. I'm not getting stressed out over Target. I'm not getting stressed out over Fry's Electronics. I'm not getting stressed out over Kmart or Walmart. or I'm not getting stressed out over none of that shit. Local astronauts. I stress about that. Because I know at the end of the day, it's my shit and I can make it into whatever I want to make it into. To the small business world, we need you. Everybody that got a small business, keep learning, keep grinding, keep going. I don't care how small or big your business is. Keep grinding. I've seen a lot of new food trucks fire. I've seen a lot of um, entertainment companies coming out, a lot of PR women doing their thing. Keep going. Because these are usually people who come from jobs that didn't take care of them the right way. And then they built their own shit. Some of these food truck people come from Burger King and Wendy's and Denny's and Togo's and shit like that. That didn't treat them well. So they come through with their food truck and they shutting the game down. Keep fucking doing it. Come on, man. We need y'all. Some of these production companies that's winning right now, some of these record labels that's winning right now is winning because these labels done shut them out. These labels didn't want to listen to them. Labels didn't want to uh, be in tune with them. These major companies didn't want to fuck with them. So they made their own shit and they popping right now. Keep going. Keep doing your shit. Last thing before I go. Last thing before I go. Everybody got a reason to quit. Everybody got a reason to quit. But one thing is truly, truly understand why you're quitting. Because I'm, let me be honest, this is my opinion. Quitting a job just because you want more money, that shit don't cut it. That shit don't cut it. No. Quitting a job just because you want more money, get the fuck out of here. Why should you get more money? Why should you get more money? Why? Just because you want it? Because you got more bills? So, think about it. You want to get another job because you want more money. Well, did you get more qualifications? <laughs> did you get more degrees? Get the fuck out of here. And I'm not talking to the ones who got the accolades to request more money. I'm talking about the ones who just want more money because they just want to buy more shit. Get the fuck out of here. Have a better reason than just I want more money. And maybe you just might get more money. Say you want a new job because you want a better working environment. 
Say you want a better job because you would like to balance uh, your time with your family and work at the same time. Say you want another job because it'll keep you more in tune with the environment or more in tune with technology or more in tune with the profession that you're looking to, to be in. How about y'all try them type of reasons for quitting or reasons for wanting a new job? How about that? Cause all that I just want more money. That shit don't fly, man. Money, money don't money don't change shit. You can get a job with more money. I've seen it. I've seen people get jobs with more money and they even more fucking miserable. They even more miserable. And they end up leaving that. And then they go back to not having as much money as what they had when they had the job with more money. Stop fooling yourself. Stop fucking fooling yourself. Do this work shit for other reasons than just money, man. Stop being fucking simple minded, man. Stop being so fucking simple minded. Because the world is not just that simple. That's why all these major organizations be fucking winning off y'all. That's why they be winning. Because they 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 understand that you want to be a simple-minded motherfucker and just say, man, I just want more money. So all they got to do is offer you an extra dollar per hour and you jumping through hoops doing some bullshit being unhappy. That's the reason why people be in positions they be in. Change that fucking cycle. Change that cycle. It's not cool. It's not cool. So, quitting your job. There are elements to it. There are reasons for it. I really hope that you guys pick the right reasons to do so. Pick the right reasons to quit your job. To move to another stepping stone. To move to your profession. Because you're going to need it. When it all comes down to it. You're going to need a good reason. Or you're going to fuck yourself over. Straight up. I appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with me once again, man. Make sure you check us out. Uh, the Poly Rob podcast uh, on local astronauts, localastronauts.com. Um, check it out on SoundCloud. Um, check it out on iTunes podcast now. Now be on iTunes podcast. And, you know, I always go live from Facebook or Instagram or you know, whatever whatever broadcast live I can. Doesn't matter. Um, so I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. And uh, yeah, quitting your job is real. It's real. Talk to y'all soon.